Follow Leslie on Twitter. Just go to www.twitter.com slash Leslie Marshall, and we'll be sure to share your tweets. I said we'd have two guests. The next joining us is Jason Rabinowitz. Jason is secretary treasurer of Teamsters Local 2010 here in California, the state I live in. And the 2016 Teamsters Women's Conference is going to be held starting tomorrow, September 22nd through the 24th here in Los Angeles, specifically in Hollywood at the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel. And I am very honored to be a part of their speaker lineup. I'm speaking there tomorrow afternoon. Now, what the conference is doing is it's bringing together Teamsters throughout the entire continent of North America in the spirit of sisterhood. And uh, this Friday, the 23rd, the conference is going to have a huge rally in support of Teamsters Local 2010 members at the University of California. California, most of whom are women, by the way, who are fighting for fair pay and fair contract, which all is for me as a woman sounds more than fair. Uh, our guest Jason's going to be leading that rally. He'll be there with President Hoffa and Secretary Treasurer Ken Hall, two great guys who I have been honored to stand alongside with on stage and be introduced by and meet. And more than a pleasure to have Jason with us. Jason, good afternoon and welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Leslie. Pleasure to be with you. So uh, talk talk to us about the uh, workers and not just the workers of UCLA, but, you know, specifically, um, you know, the UCLA workers. You know, these are people that are skilled and women who are Teamsters specifically are, are very highly trained and skilled. And, you know, a, a lot of people like to argue on the right, especially that we ladies on the left and across the board, when we say that we're not being paid fairly and we protest this, they, they say we're wrong and all washed up. But the numbers actually bear that to be true, don't they? Yeah, well, uh, absolutely, Leslie. And uh, so uh, our uh, Teamsters Local 2010 represents about 14,000 hardworking people across the University of California system. And uh, 83% of uh, the workers in uh, that we represent are women, about two-thirds are people of color, and uh, our members do all kinds of, uh, of uh, administrative, clerical, skilled trades work that keeps the university running, uh, from uh, making the uh, phone calls that bring in hundreds of millions of dollars into the um, into the medical centers, to uh, staffing the libraries, to running all of the clinics and the hospitals, to police dispatchers, preschool teachers. Um, we're the people that fix the plumbing and the HVAC and the electric when it goes out. Um, without the hard work our members do, uh, UC, UCLA, and every one of those campuses and medical centers shuts down. And people don't understand that, and and I think that you know is good. Um, I I want to um, I want to hear about the proposal. Uh, Teamsters have a proposal, a big proposal, and that's a thirty eight percent increase. Talk to us about those numbers. Well, um, you, you talked about the the fact that uh, workers, especially women workers, are not uh, being appreciated. Um, by a lot of employers um, in the form of fair pay for their work. And uh, you would think that a great university like uh, University of California um, would be leading uh, um, in creating good jobs in our community and being fair to workers. But unfortunately, uh, UC has been part of the problem and uh, part of the cause of wealth inequality, income inequality in our communities. Um, so uh, the workers we represent in the um, in the clerical and administrative unit, um, their real wages, Leslie, over the past two decades are down by 24% once you uh, take into account inflation, cost of living, um, 
pension contributions and everything else that's been added on. And uh, so as a result, uh, a recent study uh, showed that over 93% of those workers that you see are not paid enough to afford the basic necessities of life. And we're not talking about luxury living. We're talking about rent, food for the kids, clothing, transportation. Um, and we just think that it's a disgrace that a, a, a great university like UC, which is very wealthy, one of the top ten wealthiest uh, universities in the country, um, the revenue's up, tuition's up, um, and uh, certainly executive pay is way up. Um, and meanwhile, they're not paying workers enough to live. And it's not lost on us, Leslie, that those workers are mostly women, mostly people of color. Uh, meanwhile, those big uh, executive increases are going to the, to the, the top managers that are, that are mostly white male. And so we're going to march and rally through Hollywood on Friday um, to let the world know that the uh, University of California is discriminating against uh, women, against people of color, is not paying women enough to live and workers enough to live. And um, we're just saying uh, UC needs to start being fair. Uh, and by the way, um, this goes to, you know, it's interesting because you know how many times, and, and you hear this, that universities, especially in a state like California, oh, you know, they're so progressive, they're so liberal, and all their progressive and liberal policies, yet look, right? Look at the facts uh, with regard to this, specifically yeah. this viewed as very left-wing or left-leaning type of uh, educational environment in a very blue state. Yeah, and, the, well, the University of California and President Napolitano have, uh, you know, been in the lead on uh, things like try, uh, speaking out against uh, sexual harassment and discrimination. And um, you know, we say that they need to put their money where their mouth is. Um, and, frankly, it's been University of California's dirty secret um, that uh, behind that facade of uh, liberalism and um behind the facade of these beautiful billion-dollar uh, buildings that they keep putting up. Inside those, those gorgeous structures, uh, the workers that are making the place run um, are not being paid enough to live. And uh, th this has been happening in the shadows, and we're no longer going to allow the university to keep that a secret. We're going to tell the world um, during this march, and uh, we've been, we've been uh, out there talking to the students and their parents, talking to the patients in the hospitals, um, to the donors, um, and explaining to them that uh, this great institution that uh, they're giving all their money to um, is underwriting uh, uh, substandard wages and uh, and uh, poverty jobs in our communities. Um, it's bad for the workers, but it's also bad for the cities because UC is the biggest employer in many of the uh, cities. It's the anchor employer uh, where the where they're located. It's the third largest employer in the state. Um, creates uh, one in forty six jobs in the state. So the way UC acts in our economy has a big impact on. Um, on the jobs and on everything else for uh, for our whole state. And so we're going to tell the world, and we're going to keep doing it until um, they get um, uh, serious and fair with us in bargaining. Um, I want to talk, uh, you know, more about this. Um, you know, there, there are workers out there, and I think people always think of unions and wrongly as very male. Um, but, it, again, you know, when somebody is saying, women especially, we want to raise, we just want to be paid fairly, and you look at, you know, who, who does the work and, you know, I mean, the, these are basically uh, the messages that, 
uh, not just women in the Teamsters in any union, but really women, I think, are screaming for, uh, regardless of their political ideology, throughout the nation as well, right? I mean, so this is the, the Teamsters are leading the charge as well as echoing the sentiments of, of most American women and a lot of men as well. Well, I think that's right. I think that we've got um, uh, we've got a national uh, crisis of income inequality, um, and uh, then and and you know we all know that the top one percent are getting richer, and the working people are seeing their uh, their wages uh, flat or going down over the past couple decades. And we see that gap in wages between what uh, men are making and what women are making, um, and it's a national crisis. Um, you would just think, though, as you've said, that uh, that a great university would be leading on this and not part of the problem. Um, and so what we're seeing is those top executives are getting large increases that are making three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year or more, um, as much as a million dollars a year uh, at the hospitals. These are mostly white males. Um, and then we've got uh, the, uh, the the frontline workers that are uh, that are primarily women. Um, no, they're not getting uh, they're not getting uh, shown appreciation for their work in any way. Certainly not with their wages. But also, there's frankly there's a culture at the university that we're trying to break of um, of uh, mistreatment of women workers. Um, we've seen bullying uh, in the workplace um, for uh, for our members that you know that. Uh, uh, some don't view them as uh, as important uh, as, say, the doctors or the professors. Um, and some have, uh, many of our members have been bullied by supervisors, have been mistreated, have been harassed. And so we've actually proposed um, at the table um, uh, stronger language that would prevent bullying in the workplace. We've also, at our local, Teamsters Local 2010, supported legislation that passed a couple years ago. The first anti-bullying law in the uh, in, in any state uh, passed, AB 2053, that um, requires training for managers to avoid abusive conduct in the workplace. We're very proud of that, but we only view that as a first step because the women workers and, uh, and all the frontline workers at UC continue to be um, mistreated, marginalized, um, and that's got to change. And for us, the first step is going to be um, a fair pay that pays us enough to live and recognizes um, our contribution to the institution, because without it, the, the whole institution would not, would not function. Um, I want to talk about also your union. I mean, uh, Teamsters Local uh, 210, that's the union representing uh, the UCLA Skilled Trades Bargaining Unit, K4. Um, this is a, These are electricians, carpenters, plumbers, and other skilled workers. And I think it was awesome that, you know, you guys were letting kids moving into the dorm know, hey, look, the people that built this are getting shafted because these individuals, um, you know, they have a say, and so do their parents in writing checks to UCLA. Um, and, and they need to be uh, aware, not only within the university, but even going forward, like on a grander scale, a national scale in November as voters, perhaps. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we uh, uh, we recently uh, welcomed into our uh, local union 800 skilled trades workers uh, at UC, 600 at UCLA, and 200 uh, at uh, San Diego. We're currently bargaining for them for for a contract, and uh, these workers have not received a raise in as much as four years. Um, they have not. Uh, they're at the point where they're as much as ten dollars an hour below prevailing wage, and and you're absolutely right. These are the 
These are the guys that uh, that uh, fix the elevators and the and the air conditioners, the electric, the plumbing that uh, run the power grid, um, and that basically keep both the hospitals and the um, uh, campus uh, side running. And um, the university, after four years of no raises, uh, the university says uh, wants to offer basically one and a half percent a year uh, going back four years, which would put them much further behind. Um, and so, uh, and like I said, we're no longer going to let UC operate in the shadows of, uh, you know, keeping their secret that they mistreat their workers. So we were out there. We had um, a couple hundred of, of the skilled trades workers on move-in day when all the students come in right. and uh, the parents are there moving in uh, their uh, their uh, kids, uh, many for the first time, into college. And we were there letting them know not just that uh, these workers are being mistreated and that they're, um, that they're not properly staffed and that they're overworked, but also that that has a big impact on safety um, that parents uh, need to be aware of. And so, so we, uh, we were out there and we made our, our, our message heard on, on that issue. Um, I want to also talk about, there's just so much uh, to cover here, and I just want to make sure that we have time. Uh, are the wages 24% below prevailing wage? That's a number that I've heard, uh, you know, talked about. Um, because so well, the people people put in uh, perspective, I mean, obviously this would depend on classification, right? But you're, when you look at a 24%, uh, you know, number below prevailing wage, you're looking at 10 to $12 an hour behind their their peers uh, in these fields, and and I say that it's important for people to know this because how many people out there um, love to demonize unions and you know like to think that all these union workers are you know living you know fat off the the, the hog there. Yeah, well, it's absolutely right. So the skilled trades workers are about ten dollars an hour below prevailing wage, which is uh, right around a, a twenty plus percent. Um, and the, the clerical and administrative workers, who are the uh, the ones that uh, are um, great majority women, are 24 percent below where they were two decades ago, um, because the the university has uh, over time. Um, just driven down real wages, um, and so once you uh, and and so if you look back and as we've done, and these are all based on studies that we put forth, and university doesn't argue with this, by the way. We we presented all our research and our studies to them first day of bargaining, and they've never said, no, that's wrong. You've got your figures uh, wrong. Um, they've basically said, yeah, we've got a problem, um, but this is all we're willing to do. Um, and by the way, uh, for the clerical workers, what they're offering right now is basically half a percent a year in um, in across the board, plus a, a 2% uh, a step increase, which uh, is far from enough to catch up these workers to where they'd be able to, to live. Um, they basically wouldn't even keep up with inflation. Um, so but what's happened is because over the last two decades, um, uh, the cost of living has gone up. Um, the, uh, they've, they've made the workers uh, contribute um, now 8% of salary towards the retirement because um, UC's retirement is all messed up due to mismanagement by the university. Um, and um, so, so we're trying to catch. As a result of the fact that real wages are down, um, a study by the Economic Policy Institute showed that 93% um, 
uh, of, of these workers are not paid enough to buy basic necessities of life. So that's why our theme is you see pay workers enough to live, pay women enough to live. Uh, we don't think that's too much to ask. Now, some people have said, Leslie, uh, you know, gee, uh, everyone's wages are down, uh, everyone's retirement is down, why should, uh, why should uh, you know, these guys uh, be any different? Well, we say that the University of California should be leading on this, should not be part of the problem. Um, the middle class in our country is suffering. Uh, working people have not had a raise um, anywhere in decades because all of the increases in productivity and wealth have gone to the top 1%. We all know that's a crisis in our country. And the issue is we're just saying that the University of California should be part of the solution to that, not part of the problem. I agree. Uh, last uh, 60 seconds or less, what else would you like to say? Because I have a number of questions. One of the things that bothers me is, you know, like you said, outside contractors, I mean, if you just look at certain devices that could be installed incorrectly, you know, that that, that could be uh, detrimental, I mean, to the students that are at uh, that university. I mean, this becomes uh, not just a financial issue, obviously. It's much more than that. It could be a safety issue. Well, it certainly is that we've seen more and more use of uh, of outside contractors, and and you know, including in other states that you know where wages are much lower, and other countries, um, and uh, also non-union contractors that are bring, brought in to do the repairs. And um, yeah, it's just a way to uh, you know pay uh, less money, avoid paying fair wages, and um, and the impact is, yeah, the, the students are getting less service, um, the, the patients are getting less service, there are all kinds of safety issues because the people are, that they bring in are not always properly trained, um, and, uh, you know, that the, the university's got to, uh, got to start um, providing um, better service for, for the big money that people are paying to, um, to study there and to receive the medical treatment. We thank you for being with us. I look forward to seeing you and all the great folks at the Teamsters tomorrow here in Hollywood. I don't have to travel that far. Jason, thank you. Jason Rabinowitz, Secretary-Treasurer of Teamsters Local 2010 here in the great state of California. The website for the Teamsters is teamster.org. The website for 2010s, uh, Teamsters Local 2010 here in Cali. Check that out, teamsters2010.org to read more about it. And follow Jason on Twitter at jrabinowitz2010. That's at j. R-A-B-I-N-O-W-I-T-Z 2010 and follow the Teamsters at Teamsters. We're going to take a break when we come back live from our nation's capital. Talk media news. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. 